0: Welcome to Widowcast Podcast, where you'll find the strength to get through your journey and the skills to coach other widows to do the same. This is not a grief group. This is your journey, and it just may show you the way to make something amazing come out of the emotional pain and trauma of your loss. I'm your host, Joanne Philomena. I'm the best-selling author of the book Widowed and of the the widow coach. I'm also a professionally certified life coach. Let the healing and the personal journey back to who you are begin. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. We are on episode, I believe this is episode 98. Gosh, who knew? Listen, for this episode, I know that I've progressed over the last three and a half years of being widowed, and I've kind of progressed you all with me through explaining life coaching tools, the kind of tools that I teach widows when I certify widow coaches, all of that. But today I wanted to take a step back. Because I know there's so many of you who are newer widows that are just finding this podcast, and you're not necessarily going all the way back to episode one to listen to them all in order. So today, I want to speak to newer widows, and even widows who are not so new, but are still really struggling. Because what I want you to know above all else is you're going to be okay. You will, you'll be okay after all. It doesn't feel like it right now, I know it doesn't. And I hear so much from widows asking me questions like, is it okay if I do this thing? What are people gonna think or say if I go out with my girlfriends? Is there something wrong with me, right? Is there something wrong with me if I do this? if there's something wrong with me, if I do that or feel that way, right? And when is it appropriate? When is it appropriate for me to maybe start dating again? When is it appropriate for me to even go out with my girlfriends again? When is it appropriate for me to take off my wedding ring? Listen, this is your journey, And it's not what you learn to expect or think about widows before you became widowed. We may have a lot of things in our head about what widows are supposed to be like or what widows are supposed to act like or do because of widows that we saw when we were growing up, right? Or it's not what you've seen in movies or on TV, I hear all kinds of really distorted views about widows. Younger widows tell me that people treat them like black widows, like they're out there to try to take away their husband because they're now alone, which is so crazy. Like, this is the last thing on our mind. First of all, we don't want somebody else's husband, right? It's especially, your journey is ex especially not what others who have not lived through the loss of their spouse expect of you. You got that? Even if somebody else has lived through the loss of their spouse, they can't have expectations for you because your loss may not be the same at all. Your journey may be very different. When I first became widowed, I surprisingly felt like I had no idea what my life was now, right? In those early days, I felt really empty and lost. I was scared. I was in a state of shock. If you are a brand new widow, know this right up front, you are in a state of shock and your head is going to be foggy, especially for the first six months right? Because you are physically in a state of shock and your brain protects you. It's not letting everything into your experience all at once. So I was scared. I was unsure of a lot of things. I was worried about finances. What I surely didn't need in addition to all that was to worry about what others were thinking of me or worrying about what they're going to think about my actions. And I think the best feeling that I ever had came about two and a half years into this. And for some of you, it may come sooner. For some of you, it may come later. This was just me. But I had the realization that I was going to be okay. No matter what, I was going to be able to take care of myself both emotionally, financially, I really felt like I'm going to be able to do this. I'm going to be okay. And I sat down and I had a little bit of a happy cry. The first happy cry in quite some time. I had been sitting down and having quite a few cries. But this was a good cry. This was, I'm really going to be able to take care of me. So these are the things I want you to know as a new widow, right? You're going to feel confused. You're suddenly not going to be able to make decisions. I'm sorry to giggle a little bit. Today I was just talking to someone about this. I was in the hardware store. I was ordering some things to refresh my kitchen, right? Countertop, new backsplash tile, things like that. And her mother had recently become widowed. And um, I was talking about how, when I first became widowed, I couldn't make a decision. And then I started laughing, because on the table in front of me, I had all these different countertops and tiles and paint colors, and I was like, I can't decide. <laughs> I went, wait a minute, I still can't decide now. This is terrible, right? But no, it's true. It's very, it can be very hard to make a decision about anything, because we're so afraid we're going to make a bad decision. We're so afraid we're going to make the wrong decision. There is no wrong choice. Trust me. When you're faced with the decision you have to make, first of all, narrow it down to just two, two choices. You don't want a bunch of choices in front of you. That's terrifying. So just eliminate everything you can except for two things and then just pick one. And know that it's okay to make the wrong decision. Who cares? You can make the wrong decision and then you can even undo it. You can say, I'll live with this decision I made, or I will just undo it. I'll go back to what I was doing before. You can reverse any decision you want. If the first choice doesn't work out, then go to the other thing. You can just make a decision. And when I talk to widows about taking my class and they're deciding if they want to invest in the class and become a certified widow coach and go through the 12-week transformation with me, um, what I tell them is, like, I'm good whether it's a yes or a no for them. You know, I'm really fine either way. But what I ask them to do is set a time limit on being undecided. Because being undecided feels so awful. So I tell them, look, you decide by this time tomorrow evening you're going to make your decision or give yourself two days at the most, like 48 hours, and just say, I'm going to decide by then. Because once you decide one way or the other on something, you feel so much better because you've decided. And now you can go ahead one way or the other. Right? So don't worry about that. Don't worry about not being able to make decisions. You just do it and it's okay to be wrong and as a matter of fact in your first year of widowhood you're gonna screw up a whole bunch of stuff and it's okay. It's really okay. In my first book Widowed I talk about the fact that you just get to have a widow pass for the first year. You've got your widow pass. That means if you feel like you need to dance naked in your living room with the drapes open, you get a pass on that. You get to just do that. Anything that you do wrong, if you pay a check to the wrong company, you file something away and you can never find it again or you put something away and then six months in, you like, I have no idea what I did with that. I'm telling you, it's three and a half years and there are certain things that I still say, I have no idea what I did with that. (laughs) Right? So, and it's okay. You just give yourself a pass on all of it. You do not have to be absolutely right about everything you do. You can make bad decisions. It's all right. It happens. Just back it up again. Right? So, you're going to be okay after all. What does that mean? Here's what it means. It's okay to smile at people. It's okay to laugh. It is even okay to belly laugh, to have a really good hard laugh. It's okay to have gallows humor. I'll let you in on the secret society of widows. We all have this great gallows humor. Now I'll tell you, regular people probably can't handle it, but we can because we've been through this, right? you know, gallows humor is kind of a morbid sense of humor. And I tell you some of the best belly laughs I've had have been talking with the other widows like in my class and somebody comes up with something that's just ghastly god awful to say, but it's so funny. And we all like fall out of our chairs. It's okay to have gallows humor. Listen, it's okay to cry. If there were ever a time in your life that tears are appropriate, it's now. Allow yourself to cry. Give in to it. I have talked about that on other podcasts. I've talked about when you resist an emotion and you try not to cry. If you try really hard not to cry in front of somebody, that's when you go into the ugly cry you know what I'm talking about. It's that big boo-hoo. It's that I love Lucy boo-hoo. If you give in to your emotions and you just allow tears to come when tears want to come, that's when you learn how to cry pretty. Now, my nieces laughed at me when I told them that I cry pretty now, but I do. I don't ugly cry because I just allow it and the tears just well up in my eyes and start rolling down my cheeks but I'm not blubbering because I'm not fighting the emotion and the experience of it. Here's a big one. It is really okay for your children to see you cry. They may even need to see you cry, especially if they're younger children. Right? Of course, it's distressing for them to see their mom cry, but it's more distressing if they think you don't miss their dad as much as they do. It's okay for them to see you cry. They should know how much you miss him too, right? It's okay to feel any way that you're feeling, and you're going to feel a ton of emotions, right? They're all over the place. Don't let anyone tell you about the five stages of grief. Because it's absurd. In this situation, when you lose your spouse, there are not clean separate stages of emotions you go through. Trust me, your emotions are all over the place. And it's okay if you're feeling weak, angry, sad, depressed, lonely. Just allow yourself to feel it. Hey, it's okay if you're feeling relieved, right? It's okay to feel relieved. What's not okay to feel is guilty about any of your emotions. Don't feel relieved and then feel guilty and beat yourself up for feeling relieved. It's a ridiculous situation. It serves nothing. It has no upside for you. Understandably, some of you feel relieved. You were, If you were a caretaker for a really long time and it was really hard and it was hard to see your loved one deteriorate and be in pain... And when he passed away, maybe one of your first experiences of it was to feel relief. Like, oh my God, he doesn't have to deal with that anymore. I don't have to deal with that anymore. He's not in pain anymore. You get to feel relief. Bam. You don't feel guilty about it. You don't feel guilty about what you all talked about last week. You don't feel guilty if he went out the door and you didn't say I love you and he never came back. There is no reason to pile guilt on yourself for these things. Our brains look for it, right? When Jim suddenly died, my husband died suddenly, massive coronary event here at home, and my brain immediately tried to remember what we had been in the kitchen talking about right before he died. And it tried to remember, when did I tell him I loved him? It tried to remember, did we argue in the last week? Was I a bitch to him in the last week? Why our brain casts back to look for all these things? It's just looking to protect us. Let's see, what else is okay? It is okay to stay put in your house. It's okay to sell your house. And no, you don't have to wait a year. I hear that from people. Like, don't make any major decisions in the first year. This is crazy. I've talked to a lot of widows that have made major decisions and major changes in their life in the first year of widowhood. And it's been fine. Right? You do you. It's okay to say, I need help with something. It's okay to just be at peace with the situation. Is it okay to travel? Yes, it's okay to travel. When should I start traveling? When you're ready. Travel to new places or travel to places you've shared in the past when you feel ready to go to those places. And don't feel bad if you can't go to places right away. Our local diner, I avoided it for the entire first year was kind of our hangout place it was our little local diner that we could run to and have dinner together I just could not walk back in there took me a year I'm fine going in there now Um, it's okay to be content at home it's even okay to enjoy your solitude at home right you get to meet your own needs without feeling guilty it's okay to go out and socialize. It's also okay to say maybe another time or even back out of an invitation that you accepted. If at the last minute you can't bring yourself to go, perfectly okay. You don't even have to offer excuses. You don't have to say, you know, it's just I'm too too upset over the lot. No, you just say, you know what, I really am not up for this tonight. I can't do this. It's Okay. It's okay to try new things. You don't have to wait through the first year. You can try new things whenever you're ready. Right? Um, Wedding rings. I get asked about that all the time. And listen, you can continue to wear your rings as long as you want. If you want to put them over onto your right hand, that's fine. You can take them off and put them away. You can have a new piece of jewelry created. I've heard all these things from different widows, right? I've a widows show me like they had a necklace made from the diamonds that were in their ring. Um I ended up taking mine off pretty quickly because simply because well for two reasons. One it was big and clunky. It would hit on things. Um But secondly, I didn't mind that it would hit on things except that it was like a constant reminder to me that he was gone, right? The ring was there, clunk on something, look down at the ring and, and remember that Jim was gone. And so I, one afternoon, just walked in here, slipped it off my finger, put it in my jewelry chest and thought, I just want to see how it feels to not wear that ring today. And do you know what? I never put the ring back on again. I don't need the ring on to remember him or our relationship. But it's perfectly okay if you want to keep your son or do something else with it. And you know what? If I was going to maybe go have drinks with the girls in a bar that's like on a Saturday night and very active and I didn't want to have to deal with anybody, I might put that ring back on my finger or another ring on my finger just so no one would bother me or hit on me if I didn't feel like it that night but hey I think single women probably do the same thing maybe they have a ring that they put on when they don't want somebody hitting on them right whatever you decide to do about your rings entirely up to you it is nobody else's business nobody else even gets to comment on it if they do you could just say oh really Hmm," and move on whether it's just your next-door neighbor comments on it, your children comment on it, doesn't matter. It is nobody else's business but you, right? It's okay to say yes to things. It's okay to say no to things. It's okay to honor traditions in memory of your spouse, but it's also okay if you want to create new traditions. It's okay to do whatever you want. It's especially okay to do whatever makes you happy. That's the key. You now have this opportunity to get back in touch with who you really are. I think we kind of get away from ourselves over the years. Even, you know, married to Jim, he was my second husband, We each have kids, but we didn't have kids together, right? We were very independent people. I had my own career. But even with that, as independent as I was in our relationship afterwards, I really had to sit down and think about, oh my gosh, I had to think about what foods do I like to eat. I can go grocery shop. I can buy anything I want. I don't have to buy the foods that he needs or wants, so what do I want? I even tried to get in touch with what were the things I liked to do, like when I was a kid, before I was married to anybody or had children or any of this. What made me happy back in the day? Right? And start trying that stuff. It's okay to display mementos of your previous life it's also okay to store mementos away it took me a while to really feel and understand that it was okay if there were certain pictures I didn't want up on the wall anymore I could just store those safely away and I could look at them any other time I wanted to it's okay to seek companionship again if you feel ready for that it's really okay to fall in love again My feeling on falling in love again, and you know, I hear this, and like in the first two years after Jim died, I could not imagine ever being with anybody else, right? To me, it was like, no, I'm just, I'm not going to get married again. No, I don't want another man around. This is it. This is just me now. But then I realized one day, you know, if I did fall in love with someone again, how fabulous would that be? Why would I pass up the possibility of another beautiful relationship in my life? It feels so wonderful, right? So it's okay to fall in love again. It's also okay to choose to be on your own and love being on your own. Being on your own. You know, this is something that I've talked about. I posted about it on Facebook. I even posted and said, uh, loneliness is a feeling, it's not a fact. And, uh, you know, people disagreed right away. We're like, no, loneliness is a fact. It's like, no, the fact is that you're alone. It doesn't mean you ha- you feel have to feel lonely when you're alone. Sometimes being on your own is really enjoyable, Right? Your solitude can be enjoyable. You only feel lonely if you tell yourself stories about being alone. Maybe you just feel lonely in the evening because no one's around. That's okay to feel lonely. It's not an emergency. It's not the end of the world. It's okay to feel lonely. It's okay to move forward into a new life and new experiences, right? You can make new memories in your life, even as much as you treasure all the old memories. It is always and forever okay for you to live your life. That's what I want you to know. I want you to know that it is all going to be okay and however form whatever form your life takes here on out is entirely up to you. You will be okay. You will laugh again. You will even belly laugh again. You will talk to friends again. You will maybe make new friends. You might go explore new places. You have so much life left to live. It doesn't need to be a movie or TV version of widowhood. Right now, it's hard to imagine doing anything else than the way you feel right now. Right? If you're a new widow, you're in a fog and it's very hard. And yes, you're probably going to cry a lot. And you will just come across things in the house that just bring tears. You will be driving home from the grocery store one afternoon and a song will come on the radio and you will dissolve into tears in your car. (laughs) Right? Or something similar. It has happened to all of us. It has happened to all of us. I had that ride home from the grocery store in the car, trying to just hurry up and get myself home and hoping nobody sitting at the light next to me is going to notice that I am dissolving in tears in my car. Great. But you're going to be okay. You are going to move through it. You're not going to get over it. That's all right, though. You will always have the memories of that relationship. You will always have the love from that relationship. You get to carry that forward with you into your new life. So, I am so sorry for your loss. I truly am. And I know how confusing this all is. I've been there. I've been there with my husband suddenly dying. It was less than an hour We had been in the kitchen making cappuccinos together, and less than an hour later, I was back home from the emergency room, sitting in my living room, thinking, how could he be gone just like that? Just like that, everything changed. It was so fast. But you know what? Three and a half years, and here I am. My life is a lot different than I would have imagined it could be my journey has been nothing short of amazing things I have done blow my own mind and all of that is okay all of it is perfect and amazing and I know that I'm going to be okay after all and so are you so find some joy in your life today no matter how big or how little the form that that takes find a little joy and just know as dismal as it can feel right now you're gonna be okay i love all of you and i will talk to you again next week